Good morning, afternoon, weekend, Monday, Friday, whichever to you, Ahedians. Welcome to another episode of the Life at Ahead podcast. I'm your host, Nick Rodriguez, and today's episode is focused on Ahead's core values and their importance to our culture. Ahead's core values, collaborate, innovate, drive, serve, and grow, are stated as action verbs to reinforce the importance of always developing and practicing what they stand for. To shine a spotlight on those team members who exemplify these values in their everyday actions, we've instituted the Impact Awards, our peer-to-peer recognition program. Today, we are joined by two Impact Award winners who have demonstrated that these values are not mere words, but guiding principles. We'll learn how they embody our core values and why our recognition program is so important. We're also joined by our head of talent development employee experience who dives into our groundbreaking impact programs. These programs are designed to inspire and accelerate impact by bringing our core values to life. Whether you're a seasoned Ahedian or a listener from outside our organization, this episode is packed with valuable insights. Join us for conversations that illuminate the transformative power of values and recognition and how they play a crucial role in shaping an impactful organizational culture. Before we begin, I want to expand on Ahead's values of collaborate, innovate, drive, serve, and grow. There are the dictionary definitions, but what do they mean at Ahead? This is how we define our five core values. Collaborate, to always put group goals first and to operate not as individuals, but as teams. Innovate, to push boundaries and creatively solve problems to the benefit of our clients and each other. Drive, to show grit and to be tenacious and accountable, especially in challenging times. Serve, always exhibit humility and grace, demonstrating dedication to others over ourselves and grow, to constantly hone our craft, expand our thinking and build new skill sets. By putting in place programs that help develop and reinforce these values, our team members are set up to make an impact on our clients, on our industry, and on our communities. Let's dive into the stories of team members who have been recognized for living our values and the programs we've designed to bring our values to life. Jennifer Appenzeller, a sales program manager based out of Philly, won an impact award at the end of 2022. Jennifer was recognized for going above and beyond in all aspects of a request for proposal, aka RFP. This was the largest managed services deal in AHEAD's history, and we wouldn't have won it without Jennifer's passion and drive. Jennifer, thank you for joining our podcast to share your story. Hi, Nick. Thanks for having me. Your title, Sales Program Manager, isn't one I think I've seen before. Can you bring me up to speed on your role? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I am... technically a project manager. Um, So what that means is on the pre-sale side is that I work through like complex sales campaigns, um, RFPs being one of them. So all those moving pieces of, you know, getting together a response, getting contracts together, you know, negotiation in terms of price or scope, um, all of that kind of is coordinated through me, you know, with the client and also the ahead resources and stakeholders. So the largest managed services deal in the head's history. Can you tell me a little bit about the RFP? It was complex. Um, you know, it wasn't a traditional um, smaller RFP opportunity. It was very large scale, um, all types of different managed services, all types of different areas involved. So it took a lot of um, coordination behind the scenes to make sure that we had what we needed to present to the customer correct um, and accurate. Yeah, that's awesome. That that 
from my experience in RFPs, any of our listeners, Jennifer sounds very cool talking about it, but that is a lot of hard work that it, it requires a lot of dedication and, and commitment to projects like that. So uh, definitely bravo to you, Jennifer. Yeah, and it, it's a lot of work for the entire team. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of the one that pulls it all together, but there's other people obviously that do, you know, some of the harder work behind the scenes that I unfortunately get to take some of the credit for at times. <laughs> Uh, well, shout out to them, and uh, thanks yeah. for calling that out. What does winning an Impact Award mean to you? Um, it was great. Um, you know, I was honestly so honored to really win the award, um, and I really do love what I do every day, so it was obviously unexpected, but appreciate it. Um, you know, it's a good feeling to win an award like that because not only are you being recognized for hard work um, by leadership, but also, you know, your peers, your colleagues, the people you worked with every day. And in this case, um, you know, the RFP, I had to reach out and, and touch so many areas of the head and meet people that I hadn't met before. Um, so it was nice to, to be recognized in, in that capacity, you know, by the people that I met along the way. Yeah, absolutely. RPs require like a special collaboration, right? Uh, and then also getting recognized by your peers, that always kind of like puts a little more extra pep in my step. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely extra special um, because I know everybody works hard, right? It's just somebody to take the time out of their day to, to you know, to vote and to, you know, add something extra. It, it's definitely appreciated on my end and it makes me feel great. I'm curious, how has your impact award impacted you and your team? So as I mentioned, this particular sales campaign was huge. I mean, it took a long time to complete, almost over a year, honestly. Um, and we were, you know, obviously in contract discussions during the holidays. Sometimes the team was putting in like 10 to 12 hours a day. Um, so it was definitely tough to balance like our work with our personal lives at that point in time, given all the things that were going on. And it was nice to see, you know, us being recognized and kind of spotlighted for that. Although I will say Sean Kane from my team should definitely have gotten way more credit <laughs> as well than me. Um, he, he did an awesome job and he's kind of be the one that worked hand in hand with me on this. But the day the word was presented, I actually, um, I was not live on TV. I my daughter had gotten straight A's, so I had a principal's breakfast to attend, and then I got on a flight um, to Ohio to a QBR, which was special because even though I didn't get to watch live with the team, I was able to, you know, arrive in Ohio, and then, you know, the team was all there, and we all kind of celebrated and, and got congratulations in person, so it was nice to have, it was nice to do it that way. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. You get off the plane and then you get the whole Ohio team ready there to like cheer you in and everything. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got there and I had, they had just announced it because um, unfortunately I didn't find out I had won the award in Seoul like a couple days before. So the travel plans were already set. So I was actually on the plane um, when they announced it. So as soon as we arrived, you know, we had dinner. Everybody was super happy for me. So it was a, it was a great experience. Yeah, it's such a great reason to gather together, right? To celebrate someone on the team. What are the strategies or habits uh, that you have that have helped you embody our core values? Well, I'm a project manager at heart. Uh, so I would say typically most important for my role and what makes me most successful is that I am extremely detail-oriented. Um, and I will say that's sometimes to a fault, right? Um, sometimes I get hung up on my own um, organization. So, um, but I think that's what makes me successful, at least in the project management client relationship role, right? And then, you know, to reach success 
with me being collaborative with the whole team. I really try to be the kind of project manager that I'm not unreasonable. Things flip, right? Um, you know, I'm right there with somebody trying to figure out what, what the next steps are and how we kind of course correct. You know, because a huge part of my role is building relationships with clients, with internal resources, right? And just knowing my audience for kind of who I'm working with. Every time you're working on an RFP, there's a lot of different people all working on the same thing on different parts of it, whatever it is. And it requires like a special amount of collaboration. Yeah. And everybody kind of looks at collaboration as different, you know, different, different opportunities to do it, how you do it, like how you set things up. So everybody has a different strategy. And I think one of the biggest challenges when you're working with a huge group is kind of getting everyone to agree that, you know, this is the path forward. This is how we should do it. I would say that's the most challenging part of an RFP is kind of coming to consensus on how do you, how do you even attack it to start, right? Yeah. And, and how do you get everyone to come to consensus? I think a good project manager adjusts to, you know, just understanding the audience, who you're working with, you know, and then also not being afraid to do things differently. So my strategy is really listening, kind of coming up with what the general consensus is, and then making sure that not only do you drive to a decision, but you document the decision. I'm a big proponent of making sure everything's kind of summarized after a discussion or a meeting and then making sure that everybody's in agreement with it and you give them a chance to say, hey, you know, that doesn't work for me. So I've had success that way as long as I'm kind of clear and concise in in what I'm looking to accomplish, right? I mean, usually people are pretty flexible and, and kind of go with what works best for the group. You didn't say the exact words for it, but you are definitely hitting on a lot of our core values around serve, grow, innovate collaborate. There's no way you're leading an RFP without some drive in there. So I think it's yeah. incredibly fitting that you won the overall uh, impact award by exhibiting all five of our values. That's amazing. Yep. Last question for you. What advice do you have for someone who's looking to be more impactful? It's, it's really understanding who you're working with. Um, and then just flexibility and collaboration, and then making sure that you know, you have the the motivation to really finish something or finish the project. I mean, there was times during the RFP, it was, you know, disheartening because we kind of take two steps forward and three steps back, right? So, I mean, you just have to have that motivation and that drive to really get things finalized and finished. Um, and then obviously, for my role specifically, right, you know, organization and making sure that you're still willing to hear other people and you're not kind of set in your ways in terms of like not changing something that you might have done differently in the future or in the past, I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you're traveling to the future, please let me know. I'd like to get some <laughs> uh, lotto numbers or something for you. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for hopping onto the podcast today. Uh, it's awesome to hear stories like yours and just hearing about how other people in the business are having such an awesome impact. Uh, and thank you for sharing uh, your advice with us. No problem. It was nice talking to you. Appreciate it. Ben Montgomery, a senior client solutions architect based out of Tampa Bay, won an impact award earlier this year. Ben had an outstanding quarter thanks to his ability to work dynamically on multi-practice engagements and drive customer value. He has cultivated strong relationships with CIOs, CISOs, and other key decision makers within our clients. Bennett also served as a mentor to a new hire and helped introduce new client services partners to his clients. Ben is the ultimate team player with his positive attitude, technical acumen, 
fast responses, and professionalism. Ben, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I am doing great. Thank you for the intro. I know you and I had a quick introduction before our call today, but do you mind introducing yourself to our listeners? Yeah, I, you know Ben Montgomery. Uh, I have been with Ahead uh, slash Round Tower for the past six years. So I came in with Round Tower, uh, coming from a twelve-year stint at EMC uh, out of Cincinnati, and made the move to the partner side, which I absolutely love. You know, the, the culture couldn't be better. Thank you for the introduction, Ben. Going back to your Impact Award nomination, sounds like you really go above and beyond. What does winning an Impact Award mean to you? First of all, I'm super honored to be recognized. And uh, of course, it, it's always great to win an award. I'm never one to seek accolades or anything like that. But you know what it really does to me is it enforces that I'm doing the right things. Uh, I'm doing the right things for my accounts, for my client director, selfishly for my brand, and then you know ultimately for a head. Yeah, I mean, it, it it definitely means a lot. It's great that it means, you know, a lot to you. You're not always seeking it, but it, I mean, being recognized always feels good. Sometimes it has a ripple effect. How has your impact award impacted you and your team? The way I look at it from, from what that impact award means is it's a team award, right? I mean, there's nothing that we do that isn't a team effort. We have such a powerful culture of teamwork here you know, with technical resources, our SMEs, you know, sometimes legal, our advisory resources and CSPs, the OA team, right? It's just a, it's a big team effort. And uh, I look at it as a team award. That's an amazing perspective. And I'm right there with you. Um, I practice every Friday. I call it Gratitude Friday. No one is able to get their job done just by themselves. And we always have someone to kind of be thankful for who helped us in our success. And so hearing you talk about how it's a team award and it's not necessarily a you award, um, it's inspiring. And, and it's exactly what our culture is about, right? Collaboration is one of our values. I think it's probably one of our most important, like if I were to rank them, it'd be up there, right? It's got to be one of the top two because it takes a team to do this stuff. It takes everyone all in to make it happen. And so I, it's, it's, awesome to hear that you are thinking about the award as a team award. Totally agree. What strategies or habits have helped you embody our core values? You know, I, uh, the way I look at um, what I do is we have to be super adaptable. There's just change going on everywhere. There's change in our industry, there's change in technology, there's change in our customer environments, uh, and we have to be able to adapt. And the way I look at, at change is that I, I don't think uh, you grow unless you're willing to change. So just being as adaptable as possible uh, is a big one. On top of that, I think communication, just being really able to build relationships and communicate with uh, anyone and everyone in our accounts within the company, uh, I think is super important. Lastly, I know a couple of years ago at at Accelerate, Josh Perkins, he, he did a little session on, on empathy, and that kind of hit home for me and really being able to empathize with our customers. That's something that, that I think about all the time is, is what are our customers going through? You know, what are their initiatives? What would make them feel valuable? Uh, and how can we help them get those results? Empathy is the way to go, for sure. I, I mean, you're talking about the relationships that you've built with our clients and, you know, the abstract that I read at the beginning, CIOs, CSOs, uh, you know, not everyone can create and maintain lasting relationships with folks in those roles. Do you think you would attribute that to the empathy? Or? Yeah, because, you know, our customers are people, right? So I, I just building relationships with people is kind of what we do uh, and then trying to help people 
reach their goals. And if we're doing that, I think we're always in a good place. Yeah, definitely. Your nomination mentioned that you served as a mentor to a new hire, and you also helped introduce new CSPs and to the accounts that you're working with. Can you kind of walk me through like what that was like and what it meant to you? Yeah, I, I think it's it's an honor just in itself to be uh, asked to help somebody coming in because that, that's, again, that's kind of recognition that you're doing the right things and they want to try to model what you're doing uh, with someone else, right? So, yeah, I, I, anything I can do to help another colleague uh, get on their feet and get rolling and, and which ultimately helps the company in the long run, I, I think is a, a great thing. And from a CSP perspective, I mean, they are awesomely educated, uh, have uh, a lot of skills and history and just getting them introduced to the right people in our accounts. That's the only way we win with the CSP model, right? I mean, they, they need to get in and show their value and, and we're already seeing results from that. Yeah, I had the pleasure of uh, meeting Grace Ma recently. And I mean, just immediately from the quick connection that we had, I was like completely blown away. Super smart, super strategic, also super empathetic. And like, like we connected on a personal level incredibly quickly and it, it made an impact on me. And, um, you know, if, I, if the rest of our CSPs are like her, uh, I'm super impressed. That's awesome. Last question for you here. What advice do you have for someone who is looking to be more impactful? Yeah, that's a good one. I, I from my perspective as a CSA, it's it's to continue to build relationships. Uh, that goes back to the empathy thing. You know, building relationships with our customers and listening to them. Building relationships with your your client director. Building relationships with your managers is always important. Our subject matter experts, uh, our CTOs, Pam Coffee is amazing. I think building relationships with your vendors, they, they're more likely to bring you into accounts. They're more likely to recommend us. They find opportunities that aren't related to their product. And sometimes they just, you know, will reach out and say, hey, did you know that, you know, they're, they're looking for automation capabilities or they're looking, they're, they're having some trouble with this or that and uh, bring us in. That just happens because you have good relationships. Um, and the customers too, right? I mean, doing things with customers that aren't necessarily always about business. You know, if you're always just asking uh, and uh, demanding things, that's that's not a great relationship. It's about being there for them. And if you're doing those right things, they'll come to us when they have questions, concerns, or need our help. I love your team perspective and how you're always thinking about other folks and the empathy that you're practicing. Um, I mean, even before our call today, right? Uh, Kind of had to, I wanted to ask you some questions. Where are you from? What are you doing? What are you enjoying? Sort of thing. It's really hard for me to work on a project, to be in a meeting, to be working with someone, and I don't know who they are. It, it makes it, if I don't have a relationship with that person, the work that I'm doing is completely different than when I know who that person is. I know what their interests are. I know what their challenges are and I can identify with that because then I get to be more thoughtful around what I'm doing and how I'm providing and how I can collaborate better. And, um, and it's awesome to hear Ben that, you know, you're practicing similar things with your, your clients, our vendors, uh, and our team members. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really what it's all about. I, I that's why it does take time to, to build these relationships and, uh, sometimes to get business, uh, you know, you, you can't get one rejection and say, I'm not going to talk to this person ever again, right? It's it, Sometimes it takes uh, a little while to build trust um, and build these relationships that turn into something down the road. And we see this all the time. That's awesome, Ben. 
I, I enjoy hearing other people's stories and I, I want other people to hear this stuff too, right? Like you're an impact award winner. And when someone sees that up on the screen, it's, you know, it's very easy to be like, okay, there's 13 people up here and you read the sentence or whatever, but we have something that we can learn from each of those folks. And like, I want, I want to share that with other people so that we all feel way more connected, right? As a head continues to grow, we're global, we're scaling very quickly, we're expanding, it's easy to lose sight of a person and the kind of impact one individual can have on, you know, 2000 folks. And so this is why I really wanted to capture your story and hear about, you know, what an impact award means to you. Yeah, that's awesome. I never expected to, to win an award like this. And, you know, when it happens, it, it definitely has a little bit of a ripple effect through the company people get to know your name and brand and all that stuff. And your podcast helps. Paul Ben, thank you for joining our podcast and sharing your story today. Thank you very much. I, I'm uh, I'm super honored to be on the podcast, and uh, I'm a new listener, but I'll continue to listen in the future. Welcome back, everyone. I've got Anna Zide with me here today to talk about our new impact programs. Anna, how are you doing? Great. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. Uh, full transparency for the listeners. I do report to Anna, but uh, that shouldn't affect our conversation today. For those who don't know you, do you mind doing a quick introduction? Sure. My name is Anna Zide. I'm the Senior Director, Head of Talent Development and Employee Experience here at AHEAD. And I've actually been with AHEAD a little over five months. I started my career in management consulting for about a decade. In terms of my background, I'm an industrial organizational psychologist. After doing consulting for about a decade, I went into internal leadership roles within talent and capability um, within the healthcare, ed tech, and e-commerce space. And now I'm here at AHEAD. Awesome. Welcome. Glad to have you at ahead. Thank you. So I know a little bit about this. I know we just recently launched them, but I want to make sure that everyone knows about these new programs that we have, uh, the impact programs. Can you provide an overview of the impact programs and how they're designed to align with our company's core values? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to share that this is the first internal professional development program here at ahead. And what I love about this, it gives us an opportunity to really tailor to our employees' development needs, rather than leveraging external vendors who might have off-the-shelf training that might not necessarily resonate with our workforce. Uh, so in mid-September, we launched our impact programs, and so far, we've trained almost 200 Aheadians. And to date, we've received overwhelming positive feedback, and our surveys indicate a strong 77 NPS score. More specifically, Leading for Impact, our internal leadership certificate program consists of core four workshop topics. The first two, Role of a Leader, this one is focused on really understanding your shifts as you move through the leadership pipeline and leaders leave with an actionable leadership development plan. The second one, Quality One-on-Ones, this takes a look at the benefits of holding quality one-on-ones and best practices on how to deliver difficult feedback and hold your employees accountable. And then the last two, prioritization and delegation and dynamic leadership will be launching in Q4. So stay tuned for those two programs. Um, in terms of the second program, Accelerating Your Impact, this one's focused on our individual contributors. So, so far we've launched Owning Your Career. And this is about empowering our headians to take a more employee-led, leader-supported approach to career development. It really helps them understand things about their career vision, their career goals, how to have career conversations with their managers. And then the second workshop is around influence without authority. This is, teaches our employees how to have a leader mindset and how to use their relationships to get things done. 
What's great about these programs is that they're rooted in our core values of collaborate, innovate, drive, serve, and grow. And we've most recently developed values in action where these are specific competencies and behaviors tied to each of these core values at the different levels of individual contributor, people leader, and senior leader. What's great about these values in action is that it brings our head core values to life and it identifies a tangible way to operationalize these values and what they look like in our day-to-day -day roles. So for me, what I love is the connection with our impact programs where Hedians can understand how to continue to grow in these competencies. Yeah, influence without authority is really intriguing. I think that's kind of like a secret weapon for anybody and at any role, to be honest with you, because um, whether you do have authority or not, you will run into situations where you don't have authority in something and learning how to you know, influence people without that authority, I think is super critical for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I've always taken those skill sets and even manage up, you know, and, and manage across peers and especially in consulting, managing clients and stakeholders. So I try to infuse that in my day to day for sure. Yeah, and the values and actions sound really great. I think a lot of the times we can say collaborate, innovate, drive, serve, grow. And then you look up the definitions for them, but that doesn't necessarily give you like actionable anything to go and do that. You can say collaborate, okay, well, we might all have a different definition of it, but by defining those competencies and aligning actions to them, it gives a very clear vision, I think, for people to be like, are you collaborative or not? And you can measure that. Yeah, and I think it really facilitates an effective conversation between manager and employee because you're both looking at the same thing and you're aligning on expectations for sure. Yeah. I'm really interested in what specific initiatives or activities that are within these leading for impact and accelerating your impact programs um, that are geared towards fostering a culture that reflects our values. Sure. Um, well, what really, really resonates with me is uh, the value around collaborate in terms of putting group goals first and operating as one team, as the definition, definition says. Uh, more specifically, the values and action under this value include effective communication, teamwork, and adaptability. And I think these competencies were definitely activated in the workshop, specifically around the partner activities. Participants had an opportunity to work with other leaders and other individual contributors across the business, people that they might have never met. And they were able to share best practices and lessons learned from each other. A second value that comes up for me is grow in terms of honing your craft and building new capabilities. For some participants, the concepts they learned were more of a friendly reminder. And for others, these were completely new and they were practical concepts that they could immediately apply on the job. Um, additionally, both programs built a solid foundation by offering an opportunity for self-reflection through a self-assessment around their values and action. And these ultimately fed into a personalized development plan. That's awesome. I did get to sneak into a session for a little bit. And what I really liked about it is that even though, like you said, the friendly reminders, yes, someone may have gone through a training, they know what SBI stands for, they know how to have effective one-on-ones, but they also get the opportunity to teach other people what's already effective and working for them. And I think that's what's so amazing about these programs is that they like they take in the ahead perspective into consideration and they're very tailored towards our experiences here at this company. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got to peek in for a little bit. I stepped out after that, but I'm curious, 
uh, can you share any success stories or examples of individuals and teams that have benefited from these programs? Sure. Um, one comes to mind, Brooke Schmidt, an operations manager in the engineered solutions group. She thought that the group exercises were insightful and called attention to things that she hadn't thought about before. She also really enjoyed hearing other participants' perspectives to echo what you're talking about. And then also understanding how to better shape her one-on-ones with her direct reports was super valuable for her and it reinforced the importance of actually having those conversations. Overall, I've heard feedback that participants really enjoyed the breakout sessions and discussions and would actually love more time in those sessions. So we're incorporating that feedback now and making sure to allow for more time for those peer-to-peer connections. And for me, this really emphasizes the importance of a learning and community culture and to have the learnings live on outside the classroom and leveraging our peers as sounding boards. I think what I really like about that is people want more time in the breakouts. I've been part of leadership programs and, you know, an individual contributor, professional development stuff where you get into that breakout and you're like, I've never felt time move slower. But (laughs) if people are asking for more time, that's, that's a great sign. Yeah, very positive. So we're talking about the sessions that we've recently launched. I know that we're getting more added to the calendar. That's short term. What are our long-term goals for these professional development programs and how do you plan to evolve them? That's a great question, Nick. Um, My long-term goal for these programs are to continue to add topics based on the feedback and the business needs and to potentially even add new programs. So I envision adding an inspiring leaders program and even a high potential program uh, to the mix. And eventually I would love to build a quote unquote, a head university, right? Where all of these professional development programs are housed and integrated seamlessly into business operations as we enable the success of our employees. Sign me up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that's really amazing. What's your drive around this? What gets you really excited about it? I think at the end of the day, and maybe it's, it's in my blood, my mom is a teacher, a retired teacher. So I'm motivated by helping people, and this might sound cheesy, I'm motivated by helping people reach their full potential. As a person on my team, I hope that resonates with you. I always try to find and discover people's talents and give them the experiences and exposure that they need to really essentially optimize their potential and feel value. Yeah, I will I will say that between some of the extracurricular professional development I've taken and what I've gotten to experience being on your team this year, it's been like 2023 is the year of like leaning into my strengths. I think a lot of the times people can focus on weaknesses and there's room for improvement on that, but it's also identifying what you're really good at and like pouring gasoline on it. Honestly, that's the only way I can think about it sort of thing. And I feel I've I've found myself like, performing at a higher level than I usually do. And it's been great. I'm, I'm glad I'm encouraged to figure out what's working for me, what my strengths are and how to reach that potential. And I haven't even taken these programs yet. So I'm super excited to sign up for the next uh, Accelerating My Impact program. Nice. Anna, thank you for joining me today. I uh, really appreciate having the opportunity to learn more about these programs and spread the word. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ahead's values play a critical role in shaping the impact we have on our clients, our industry, and each other. We learned that by putting group goals first, getting creative, and being tenacious, anything is possible. We discovered that by listening and leading with empathy, we can expand our thinking and demonstrate dedication to others over ourselves. And finally, we unveiled the power of recognition and the impact it has on individuals, teams, and even regions. 
I bet you know someone who has made an exceptional impact on your team, clients, or community. Someone who exemplifies our values of collaborate, innovate, drive, serve, and grow. Nominate them for an impact award on thanks. This is a great way to recognize our colleagues' outstanding achievements and help us acknowledge the exceptional talent at AHEAD who are making an impact. If you worked at AHEAD and are looking to be more impactful, sign up for our new impact programs, Leading for Impact and Accelerating Your Impact. Leading for Impact is a virtual program for leaders that covers essential leadership topics, including the role of a leader, quality one-on-ones, prioritization and delegation, and dynamic leadership. Accelerating Your Impact is a virtual program for employees at all levels that covers essential topics, including career ownership and influence without authority. These virtual instructor-led workshops prioritize applied learning and peer coaching, fostering an environment of growth and empower Ahedians to drive their career development. You can learn more about these programs and sign up today by searching for them on Archie or Matrix. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Life at Ahead podcast. We hope you feel inspired to live our values and embrace your own ability to make an impact. I look forward to having you with us in future episodes. Stay tuned, stay well, and stay ahead, Aheadians.